Hello, and welcome to the Germany Medicine Stories podcast. May listening bring liberation and lightness to your healing journey. Please note that nothing that I or any of my guests say here is or should be misinterpreted as medical information or advice. These are personal stories, not prescriptions. Um, so hello, I hope you all had a beautiful Christmas. Um, holidays are always a wonderful opportunity to see the five biological laws in action in your own body or your children or your parents or whatever. Um, one, because you're, you know, out of your day-to-day -day routine for, you know, most people, oftentimes you're leaving your home, going to visit family. And so there can either be, um, you know, certain symptoms will go away or they will grow in intensity or new old symptoms might come back, um, which, can really help you narrow in on track. So for, for example, um, I've been pretty sure I have this kind of, um, at nighttime, I get this uh, only in the past year, uh, this, uh, like it's periosteum. So it's the periosteum program. So it's like a brutal separation. Um, it's kind of like electric um, sensation in my legs. And it's only when I get in bed. And um, I'm like, I was quite certain that because we, we sleep on this like huge sheepskin. It's not just one, it's like six all um, kind of woven together. And um, that it's the sheepskin itself that is the track and going away, uh, I completely affirm that because going away for three weeks, uh, not sleeping on a sheepskin like normal, um, no symptom at all. And then coming back here last night was our first night home. And I was paying attention, like, is it going to happen? And it totally did. Um, and it's absolutely the sheepskin. And so that gives me uh, one, I know what the track is, two, I, you know, can hone in on, I'm pretty sure I know what the DHS is. Um, anyway, so that's just a small example. But uh, so there's that. There's kind of like, what, what tracks do you step on and off of as you you know do your routine shifts typically over the holidays and then of course most people go back to their families or around family um and that's just a context where a lot of conflict and surprise can occur and so you know really um common to get symptoms around thanksgiving christmas and remember it's not because um you were exposed to some new contagion and everyone caught something, it's that there is a lot of conflictive <laughs> uh, experiences to be had when we all come together with our families in the pressure of holidays and, you know, wanting to have a good family experience altogether. Um, and so, yeah, I really hope that a lot of you got to, um, you know, see this pattern, see the five biological laws, see the law of two phases, you know, really feel what a conflict shock was or what it was like to, you know, go back home and perhaps, um, you know, have an old symptom reemerge from your, from your childhood because something at home is a track for you. Um, so yeah. And the other thing I want to talk about too, before I get into the interview is right before Christmas, I went to LA and, uh, did a five day, well, two days more like specifically of the course, but I was there for five days, um, uh, Germany medicine intensive with Dr. Sasha Tessick and Dr. Sasha 
is one of the few remaining people alive who worked, you know, very extensively in person with Dr. Homer. And, um, you know, he reads, he reads brain scans. He is a practicing doctor of Germany medicine in Croatia and, um, you know, has been, I think, for like 20 plus years. And it was just such a gift to spend, you know, so many days with him and, um, and to get to ask so many questions, I mean, so many questions clarifying, you know, lots of little things um, that I've read or heard from other teachers, um, but getting to clarify it with him was super helpful. And like, how did Dr. Homer figure out certain things? Um, and also to hear so many stories about Dr. Homer and to just, you know, from someone who really knew him and spent a lot of time with him. And, um, yeah, that was really fun and sweet. And um, of course, to be around just so many other people who are, you know, really integrated with the five biological laws and with Germany medicine. And, um, you know, we were primarily focusing on the topic of constellations, since it's the most kind of like advanced in Germany medicine, the um, psychoses, the psych psychological adaptations. And, uh, yeah, it was just the best and fun to meet some people who listen to this podcast. I'll share a funny story. A woman, I forget her name, but if you're listening, hello, um, who you know came up to me and said she likes to listen to the podcast, um, which is always lovely, by the way, to like, you know, when you're in this virtual world, to like meet people and remember like, oh yeah, like real people care and like, and are listening and it is impacting their lives. Um, but anyway, she was just she she made a really sweet comment about how you know on this podcast I sound very like calm and um I know that she has something like that you have a you know a meditation voice or something like that and that you know in person I'm a lot more like lively and uh and gregarious I guess and I thought that was fun and actually <laughs> Sasha said the same thing because we've been on zoom for many months before this um event and he was like yeah you know you really surprised me you're much warmer in person than you are online um so I don't know but funny reflections of no matter how uh yeah I don't know authentic you um strive to be online that um it's always and forever going to be different than than who you are in the flesh and so yeah, lovely to um, spend time in person and just, I feel more stoked on Germany medicine than ever. And yeah, that brings me to this interview that I'm sharing today with a mother that I worked with named Annie, um, all about her son's uh, resolution of his eczema. So it's a separation conflict. In this case, it was with uh, her husband, his his father. And um yeah, I mean, I just, I love working with mothers, other children. I love working with pregnant women. And, you know, just myself, this is like such a present topic um, for me in my life, you know, not pregnant yet. Um, but yeah, just really thinking of, um, you know, when you, when you learn the five biological laws, it just, it really does shift your understanding of the consciousness of children and babies and uh you know even from the very moment of conception so um yeah I think this is maybe one of my favorite conversations yet and we get into lots of kind of talk about uh strategies for 
um, you know, how to help children resolve conflicts and also how to prevent biological conflicts. And um, at the very end of the conversation, we Annie and I recorded this before I went to LA and we were just talking about something which is, you know, I have um, sort of concluded or been playing with in my own mind and with women that I've been working with, which is the idea of like, uh, you know, because a core element of a conflict shock three criteria, right, of a conflict shock. One of them is the surprise, to be caught off guard. And um, if you take that element away, if you take any of the three criteria away, you know, you don't have a conflict shock. You might have a challenging experience, but it's not a conflict shock that's going to lead to a biological adaptation. And um, yeah, just how you can actually work to mitigate that element of surprise as a as a parent. And um and the power that that has to um, really, you know, help your child navigate the world, um, and you know the many experiences of life without um, necessarily initiating, you know, so many biological programs. Um, and it was actually really great because I got to affirm that idea with Dr. Sasha, because um, he sort of mentioned a similar thing several times. He said, you know, like mothers often want to, they don't want to deal. He gave, he gave a very specific example of like, no, you're going to move. And instead of, you know, you know, for months, but instead of telling your child, you know, three months, you know, many months before the move, you know, easing them into the experience because they don't want to deal with like three months of an upset child um, and kind of navigate that emotion. It's like, you know, the day of they were moving today and and that that's a huge shock. Um, and so, yeah, he really did kind of affirm um, this what what Eddie and I are talking at the end of this conversation that you're about to listen to, um, that you can, you know, as a mother, as a parent, um, uh, kind of as much as possible, you know, take away this this element of surprise and um, prepare your child for life. And to, again, like when you know this information, you realize how conscious, you know, our, our culture is just like so... Um, I don't know, sick <laughs> in the way that it views um, children and babies, especially as just kind of like blobs that, that don't have any awareness until they're older. Um, of course, that is not true. And uh, and the five biological laws prove that. The symptoms that children experience prove that. Um, the symptoms that children are born with prove that, that they're experiencing conflict shocks in the womb even. And obviously, I want to note, the point is not to have a child with no symptoms. That is not the point. That is not the point of learning German medicine is not to never have a symptom. It's not to, you know, create some perfect life where your child, you know, gets all the way to adulthood without ever having ran a special biological program. Not the point at all. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that's not what you take away from this conversation. Um Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now and and um, jump into the interview. I hope you enjoy. And as always, please reach out with any of your own stories. I love hearing them. Thank you. Um, well, I started following you on Instagram in 2020. And then at some point you started sharing about German new medicine. And that's the first time I ever heard about it. And I think I was in a perfect position to take it in at the time. I been on this you know um, personal health growth journey for many years and I feel like German New Medicine was the next piece of the puzzle I had been 
working on all of my, you know, obvious sort of um, traumas. But um, since I became a mom now a year and a half ago, it had brought up a lot of stuff for me that I felt very confused about. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know um, what to do with, uh, you know, the symptoms that my son was having, which, mm -hmm. which was uh, eczema. So he developed eczema when he was four months old and slowly slowly it kept sort of spreading across his body it started just very small spots on his back and you know mm -hmm. at the time I didn't think anything of it um you know didn't think it was anything serious um but then at some point I was like oh maybe I need to change my laundry uh mm -hmm. liquid and mm -hmm. uh then I noticed that water really triggered the eczema anytime we had a bath or he had a shower or we went, we went for a swim it would flare up and uh, my son was actually born in Finland and the symptoms started presenting itself when we moved back to Australia so then I thought or oh, maybe it's the water the water is different here mm. uh, he's used to the fresh lake water in Finland and there's some obviously some chemicals or something in the Aussie yeah. water that makes it happen obviously you, you go through all of these scenarios and um well nothing really made it better in fact it kept getting worse and worse and then when he was about I think nine months ten months it really started spreading all across his like torso and back and legs and armpits and arms and at this point I'd already read a little bit about German new medicine um but it didn't really click. I felt like I needed to do some, you know, deconditioning around um, what healing actually is. And, but I had an understanding and this sort of intuition that this could be emotional. So I never went down the route of like trying to change my diet or his diet. Like I didn't believe that food was the solution. And I kept digging on the emotional side of things and when I heard that skin symptoms are separation conflicts, mm -hmm. then I started to think that, hang on, um, when we moved back to Australia from Finland, my partner went back to work and he works away. So usually he, he works away for two weeks and then he comes home for two weeks. And then when I actually counted the actual days, I realized that the first spots appeared when my partner came home from his first trip away from home. Mm -hmm. That time he was away for first three First resolution. Exactly. The, mm -hmm. So the first resolution came when he came home. And the conflict was never really solved because he didn't stay home. So he kept leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back. And then I was like, okay, well, I know it's linked to my partner going away, but then I didn't know what do I actually need to do to fully make it, you know, make it better for him. He, mm -hmm. he was getting really itchy, whereas at the beginning, the spots weren't really irritating him. But at this point, it was really he was really inflamed and couldn't really sleep. The The itchiness and the discomfort would wake him up. So I was really motivated to go <laughs> deeper into it. And I think it was when you posted that two-hour uh, video mm -hmm. about five biological laws 
and I watched that and like that really helped me then I actually mm-hmm. like understood the laws um a little bit deeper and like something clicked then me and my girlfriend went to a park one day with my son and I was just talking about this like trying to understand the whole thing a little bit deeper so what ended up happening was that my son was in a swing and then I was on the other side and my friend was on the other side and we just kept pushing him and he was just kind of doing his own thing and and me and my friend were just talking and talking and talking trying to solve the case and then it was my friend who said like well hang on maybe like you know yes you do tell your son that your the dad's coming back and it's okay and you know you you don't you know it's okay but it's still hard right it's still hard that he goes away and then I was like ah yeah that's so true like I don't I didn't actually give myself that permission to really feel how hard it is when he goes away I went into this kind of a survival mode that you know we can do this I'll manage like it's you and me whatever like Mm -hmm. we, we do fine even if my partner isn't here so me sort of blocking myself or or me not allowing myself to really feel how hard it actually is to do the whole single mothering thing for more than half of the month my son didn't have the space to feel his feelings around the topic I was like I didn't want him to be upset about it there's also you know a lot of guilt Mm -hmm. involved so Mm -hmm. I think there was like I was unconsciously protecting myself from that guilt of like Mm -hmm. our life arrangement is like and our life choices are causing you know you know um hurtful feelings in my son but of course nature is so wise that he he would find another way to express his feelings Mm -hmm. which which was I think through through this eczema Mm -hmm. and um so this big this was like a big realization when he was on the swing and then I was like, I, w- I wonder if if this will change anything, me just having this aha moment. Mm-hmm. And that night when he went to bed, he just developed this fever. He had a he was really hot all night long and his skin was super inflamed at that point. And then the next morning when we woke up, the fever was gone and all of the red spots had the inflammation had gone down. So all of these, his body was just like dry the skin was dry but no longer red no longer itchy and I was like what the hell like this is so (laughs) like what like it's so weird because normally like the inflammation when it's that bad Mm -hmm. it takes a week or two to go down Mm -hmm. he'd have these cycles of like it doesn't disappear overnight ever it like slowly slowly gets that the spots go lighter and lighter and then the new flare-up would come so he never had the period of actually healing the skin sort of fully and so I knew we did something right in in that moment and then then I booked a session with you because um although um we had this big um realization and it went from the eczema went from being like 100% down to maybe 25% he still would have (laughs) flare-ups on his legs and the water was still sort of a, a, a track but 
the rest of his body has been completely fine since then. And when I saw you, you sort of um, shed more light to the situation and you you told me that it can be really helpful to talk to the unconscious, mm-hmm. like the baby's unconscious. So I guess that's what happened on the swing. Like I wasn't speaking to him about the situation. I was speaking to my friend. So, and he was just kind of hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Like for children, you know, it's like too direct, like it's like a fire hose or something, you know, if you're like, if you speak directly to them, but this, it's just like such a perfect, um, you know, one of my teachers, Gilbert, like he, you know, tell these stories, like he would do these sessions with mothers, you know, and like, he'd have the kids kind of, you know, if it was a baby, maybe they'd be breastfeeding in the mother's arms or like in the corner of the room Mm -hmm. playing or whatever. And but just, you know, it's like in the background or he would say, you know, go home and like, you know, have a conversation like, you know, with your husband, but like not never, never directly to the child because it's, it's too yeah. much. It's like, it just like, they, they just like shut off, you know, but you, mm-hmm. it was like just the serendipity of this, right. It's like so perfect of pushing. I just, I I've told this story lots of times now because I love it of just this, this yeah. image of like you, you know, the baby in the swing and the pushing and the, and the just that um that space your friend held and um Mm. yeah like your your baby like this subconscious of your child was like oh (laughs) Mm. you're this and also you also felt you know and it's at at that age like the mother baby died you know you also had a real shift and like letting yourself see the truth of of what was going on so that together just culminated and I just I love it it's such a good story (laughs) yeah yeah and it was just so funny because it wasn't intentional at all yeah yeah just how it how it ended up going and it was perfect just as it was yeah yeah Yeah. and um and now he will still get flare-ups if we go into the seawater and that's kind of the only track left. But like the spots that he gets are like so small, not itchy, yeah. not like it's not, it doesn't disturb him. But yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm working on that piece. Mm-hmm. You know, we had and a I'm, session. I'm trying to remember. So when we, when we talked, we were just kind of like getting, like seeing more of the bigger picture so like the separations mm. that happened during your pregnancy too with him yeah. right because your work your partner was also yeah. working away during some of that and yeah. then I think like this move you know Australia Finland like you know people mm. in all these different places and then um also his birth story right he was separated from you after birth as well yeah yeah there was an hour um when he was a couple hour couple of hours old mm-hmm. when, when we were separated for an hour yes mm-hmm. and so yeah, we I did some work around the separate all of these different separations. Yeah. Um, and by that, do you so you, you were telling him while he was sleeping, right? He, yeah, he he was sleeping, and I would take you know I think it was like over a course of like seven eight days. Whenever yeah. he went for his nap or whenever he fell asleep for his nighttime, you know, bedtime, and I would spend not not maybe maybe five minutes, maybe ten minutes, just explaining everything as much in an in as much detail as possible mm-hmm. and um you know I, I I'm not sure which right which, which was the one <laughs> the case was it for him that really resolved a lot of the remaining tracks 
who knows but i must have hit the spot yeah here and there um so for for listeners just to explain this kind of technique it's the same idea of you know you're you want to speak to your child subconscious um and one of the ways to do that is you know kind of while they're sleeping you can you Mm. can tell them these stories and um again gilbert gilbert renault um one of the things he says is that you know often um the child can become the uh, biological solution for the unresolved emotional issues of the parents and mm-hmm. so you know when we were working together we were going back even to like the conception which if I remember there was even like separation almost in the like you were trying to conceive for a while and it was like timing wasn't overlapping right with when he was away exactly um, and you know and then your 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 emotional experience as as mm-hmm. you know the mother um and we have you know we understand and um the children are like conscious you know from from conception and and having an experience in the womb that is so you know influenced by the experience of of the mother and the father and so by and then of course the birth the birth being you know such a uh, such an imprint and that there is just something that happens you know when when you can tell your child this story it's like oh it's not about me, you know, like, and it's over, it's over, you know, like I, the thought that I have too is like, you know, you tell your child the birth story and it's like, you know, you only get born once, <laughs> like whatever yeah. happened in the birth, like it's not going to happen again. You know, it really yeah. is. It's it's a one-off occasion. Um, mm. And so, yeah, I just, I, I love. Um, yeah. Your, your whole journey with this symptom and, um, and what I need, how, how was that for you? Like the, really experiencing it working for you and not even Um, like in your own body but like through it's you know it's like it's one thing to do it for yourself and then it's another to like facilitate that experience you know in a newborn yeah it's just it's just hard to believe that it can be that easy and and it's interesting because like I did have many many months of like trying to work it out it's not like I sat down and it was like yeah flick of the fingers and it was done like there was many months of me being like what like I don't really get it or trying to like understand the information more but then once it clicked it really clicked yeah and it was really cool to have that experience of ah, like that this is how it's done Mm -hmm. and um, yeah it was also very healing for me to kind of talk about the birth and all of these little separation moments like with with my son because yeah there there definitely was the element like me not allowing myself to feel mm-hmm. those feelings mm-hmm. um so yeah not, not only was it healing for him it was healing for me you know yeah. em- emotionally yeah totally yeah and I feel like that 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 experience was the first of many like since then it's been so much easier for me to to uh, crack the case quite quickly and because like there was the definitely me not believing that it's possible to find mm-hmm. the um the original conflict yeah I was like oh, but I, like my memory isn't great like how, <laughs> how like what if, what if the yeah. what if the conflict happened you know years ago like mm. I, I didn't think it would be possible to have that mm. uh, moment mm-hmm. and, and um have the have the symptoms sort of disappear as quickly as they have sort of yeah. since then yeah um, it is it's it's so simple 
but there's a big upfront learning curve, you know, and it's not, it is not just learning the five biological laws and just like, you know, mm. reading, learning GNM.com, you know, it's that that's a piece and it's really important to have the intellectual, but it's the learning to think biologically and to like, and to feel it. I think that that's the, that's so much of like the point for this podcast for me. And obviously the one-on-one mm. work that I do, it's like, once someone could just have that first sensation of just like, oh, that's like the resonance of resolution. Oh, that's the resonance of a conflict shock. It's like, I don't know, as soon as people have it embodied like that, it's like, then you just, you just get it and you're off to the races. And um, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, why don't we get into, you have, you just have so many little stories that I love. So whichever one you want to start with. Okay. Um, yeah. I just want to kind of say that it's been so helpful to have a couple of friends who are mm-hmm. into DNM as well. And we have this, you know, um, group, you know, messenger group, and it has turned into a GNM support group fully. Like um, that has made things so much easier for me. And I also, I think also for them, like just having that space to share and like, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, um, when, when you don't know what the track could be, have that like soundboarding space where you can just throw things in. And obviously that's the purpose of this podcast also. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um, but yeah, since the eczema case, there's been a lot of sort of smaller, um, stuff that I have worked through um one very recent one was uh, a cold sore that I had it just popped up out of nowhere on the left side of my of my mouth and I was like well what the hell is this like I didn't think that anything happened like there's no one I wanted to be separate from or that someone I wanted to be close to and um and it's funny because normally I, I use the cream that you can get from the pharmacy to help with the symptoms, but still um, the sore sort of remains at least five, seven, well, five to seven days. And funnily enough, my son had gone through my cupboards and um, had taken the cream and he literally hid it somewhere. So I couldn't, I didn't have an option to go down that route. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is an opportunity for me to, to really see if this if this can be solved with with gnm mm-hmm. and then i was lying in, lying in bed about to fall asleep and i was thinking like all of the different what what have i what i've been doing in the past couple of days and then i suddenly just came i was like ah oh. i went to uh, my yoga studios um christmas party and i ran into an older like male colleague and then he came to me like i love the guy he's lovely he gave me a hug and then like a he he wanted to give me a kiss on the cheek but I sort of turned my head to a wrong way so he ended up giving me this like peck on the left side of the mouth mm-hmm. and literally just for like a split second I had this feeling of like oh like oh no not on the mouth like no nah, I don't like no not there kind of mm-hmm. and you know the whole thing was over like 10 seconds later I did not think about the the situation at all but it was enough for it, it was a, like a in, enough for a conflict shock you know yeah and yeah and then I fell asleep and the next morning the sore was gone completely <laughs> I was like ah oh, okay interesting like very cool and yeah that was sort of a good experience for me to have it's like it the conflict shock is not 
conscious thing. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm consciously upset about the thing that happened. And for a long time, I thought that it would be like, it would be something that was really, you know, bothering me a lot in, in like a conscious thinking kind of place. But then I've noticed that it's actually more of the unconscious and the body that reacts and um, yeah, getting to that place took a while. And it was cool to have that experience of like, oh yeah, like I wasn't that upset about it, but yeah. But you yeah. were in that, like, you know, that I were, split, I like, were in that of a moment and that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Right. It's, and realizing it's, it's, spe- it's such a specific moment in time, right? Like it, mm. there was one moment where he was just hugging you and then there was another, and it was that, that, you know, whatever it was, a 705 yeah. on a Tuesday night, like it was such a specific time. And yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then, yeah, and that's that gone. pre, I mean, I, that pre bedtime is like so potent because, you know, I think because you're kind of, you know, when you sleep, you're in your subconscious. And so that there's something about that, you know, like you're just falling asleep. That's like just the prime time to, to think and to just like let yourself float, you know, through, through your, your days, because I don't know. For, to me, that's when it always comes right then. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I feel like most of my, you know, realizations have become on that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to tell the, um, the one about the sewage? Was it sewage water? Yeah. Yeah. In our, in our previous um, home, there was this sewage pipe that exploded in the yard and yeah, the smell was not good. It smelled like shit. And um, I was really calm about it. Like, I don't really get, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can deal with that sort of stuff. I guess being a mom, it's like the all, all sorts mm-hmm. of fluids are part of your daily life. <laughs> but my partner was really, really grossed out by that. And he was sort of holding my son and going like, yuck, like this is effing disgusting. Like, what the, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like why 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 did this have to happen? And I was sort of like, oh, like we just deal with it, whatever. And the plumber came, fixed the situation, and then what do you know? Next morning, my son has a runny nose, like, um, and um, my partner is getting, you know, sick. He mm-hmm. he he has the exact same symptoms, and I'm completely fine. Mm-hmm. and it was so easy just for me to tell like this st- you know it, this is like a literal stink <laughs> yeah very thing. very literal <laughs> very literal and then yeah my son was you know in my partner's arms when he had the mm-hmm. sort of the shock and like yuck and and um it's, yeah, it's so it's interesting cool. to think about right like had your son been in your arms you know would he mm-hmm. have kind of like stayed in the resonance of just like whatever it's stinky or you know yeah it's so yeah it's it, but in that moment no he was in the resonance mm. of your husband and so he mm. that was what he experienced exactly yeah and it, and it didn't neither of them developed any other you know cold and flu kind of symptoms right. it's just yeah. the nose stuff yeah. um I guess because the conflict wasn't like super extreme or long it was sort of like there and then once the smell was gone it was you know very it wasn't it wasn't a time. super like uh nuanced psychological experience it was just yeah it's it stingy it wasn't you know it wasn't dangerous <laughs> it wasn't there weren't other elements that would maybe trigger a different program but um, yeah it was stinky and gross <laughs> exactly yeah. so awesome. then they also you know the symptoms sort of went away really quickly 
-hmm. and also I feel like I I knew straight away what was happening and I told them I I told them both like you you see like this is a perfect example and my partner doesn't necessarily believe in this GNM stuff yet I'm slowly conditioning (laughs) him with all of my stories but he's not not fully on board yet but I think it was a good example for him to also be like oh yeah like I feel like they both sort of connected the dots and it wasn't like a like a um the symptoms didn't last for for long more than a day mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. yeah um what else there was this story about the candiditis is that mm-hmm. how you, it's how you pronounce it yeah so i just developed that like, like just a, very a yeast infection yeast right. infection yeah yeast infection in my vagina um very just suddenly and again I was like what like what could this be and then mm-hmm. um I did some googling <laughs> wanted to know what the conflict was and it was like um you know it's like a implantation conflict I think there's a couple of different conflicts you can you can have but that that one really just immediately resonated and then I was like yeah a couple of, a couple of days earlier uh, when I was supposed to get my period I didn't really get it it was very very much just like spotting mm-hmm. and I was so fatigued and tired and that just reminded me of of being newly pregnant so I had this kind of a pregnancy scare I was like oh no like maybe what if I'm pregnant mm-hmm. but that was the shock and then I did a pregnancy test and that was the that was the sort of when the healing could begin it was resolved the test was negative I was like okay that's good because I'm not ready for to have another child just yet and then the next morning the yeast infection is there and it's itchy and it's it's the same thing I've had it before you know ladies it doesn't go away in 12 hours it takes a lot longer if you if you don't do anything Mm -hmm. about it yeah. and then the same thing like the next morning the, the symptoms yeah. were just just gone yeah fully. there is something to the when you have the awareness it's like you don't yeah. have to experience the symptoms in the same way yeah yeah I love it though yeah. I mean I obviously doing so many work with women like the pregnancy test I mean has to be like for so many women the conflict shock and for so many women the resolution just like how many you know <laughs> symptoms are coming and going based on the pregnancy test is you know it's many yeah yeah <laughs> I can imagine for sure yeah um mm-hmm. you know a story I'm thinking of and we didn't talk about that before recording but mm-hmm. uh I think it can't remember what your son what the symptom was but the re- related to the birds that he had the relationship like in your old, old oh, house yeah. and he loved these birds yeah that's a that's a cute one (laughs) yeah he's obsessed with birds and in our old home it was sort of like a on on the top of the hill so we were on the on the facing the tops of the trees so the bird Mm -hmm. life was amazing we had all sorts of parrots and whatever and he was obsessed and every day we would spend a lot of time in the in the balcony just observing them and then when we moved to our new place um he developed um you know stomach issues he wasn't he didn't have a diarrhea but I could tell his tummy was just sore mm-hmm. um and then I think it was on that week when I had my first session with you and I told you about it and then you asked me just the right questions like what do you think might have been 
the conflict for him like yeah I think I said I think I probably said what's important to him you know because yeah I think so he wasn't having diarrhea like it was was he vomiting mm. at all there was no vomiting um I think he was just like constipated okay or then more than anything else mm-hmm. like things weren't really right. moving and I think you had known so you had moved you know and then I was like well what what is it about like what specifically mm-hmm. about you know because again even just saying oh it's to move like it's too general there's mm. within that you know, that experience there was something specific for your son that was upsetting and so I think mm. I think I probably said you know what was important to him and it was just like immediately you were like the bird you know I would have never asked about yeah. the birds I didn't even know that but immediately the birds because there were no birds right at the beginning yeah. of being in the new house yeah and they and he had his like specific bird friends like the specific parrot and the specific kookaburra and the, and the one butcher bird that came every morning at the same bird and like we live in the forest now but it's the birds are different they're you know they're not his mm-hmm. birds mm-hmm. so yeah when you asked me that I was like oh like it's the mm-hmm. birds mm-hmm. and yeah, I did the same thing when he when he was asleep. I explained to him the whole thing. And then um I took him back to the area where we used to live to see see the birds again. We actually visited the house. It's it's mm-hmm. owned by our friends. So we went back there and like he see he saw his friends again. And and I think he realized like it's not the end. Like he'll yeah. Yeah. he can still visit them and and there'll yeah. be new birds and so he got that resolution and and yeah again the symptoms went away very quickly after that yeah and, it, and it's 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 interesting because like I if, if you didn't ask me that I wouldn't have had a way to really relate to his experience in that way so um yeah it's really important you know as parents trying to figure out conflicts like you have to put yourself in a tiny little baby's brain you know like what yeah. you know what's his territory like what mm who are the pe- the people the beings that are important to them pets and in this mm-hmm. case you know wildlife sort of pet situation um mm-hmm. you know that's that's what matters to him and um yeah that's you know <laughs> that's that's the kind of um mind bending you know you have to be able to put yourself into others other uh, ways of seeing the world yeah and find the specific thing right which is so important yeah yeah which I didn't really get before I had the session with you like Mm -hmm. how specific it needs to be Mm -hmm. and yeah really understanding that it's 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 this particular moment in time that once you find that one then then things are getting easier yeah yeah totally um do you want to tell the story of your mom the one that just happened I think that's a pretty sweet one yeah so I just told my mom about German new medicine literally two days ago I haven't had the language or the words to explain it in in Finnish which is my you know my language but and then I was like okay I I will give it a shot and she was very open to the idea which was nice and I used the ear infections as an example uh, and then she's like, oh, that's so funny that you say that because I actually have an ear infection. I've had it for two weeks and it's really bugging me and it's not going away. And I was like, oh, this is this is great. What an opportunity <laughs> to try to, you yeah. know, hook on this and, and, and find the find the find the conflict shock. And 
I was asking her like what what happened a couple of weeks back like was there something that you'd been wanting to hear that you finally heard or 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 the opposite that you didn't want to hear something and you did and then I suddenly had this moment of like oh I remember I remember do you remember two weeks ago my son who my mom hasn't seen in a year because she lives in Finland and we're, we're in Australia um he he's he um we were facetiming with my mom and my son was pointing the screen and said oh grandma grandma and it was such a big deal for my mom she was like oh my life is complete he remembers me did you hear everyone um, uh, he's calling me grandma and <laughs> she kept talking about it and sending me messages about it, like days later it's like I'm so happy and for her obviously it's been a big deal that we live so far away and they haven't seen each other and then she was worried that my son would not remember her or know or know who she is and hearing my son say that word grandma to her was very healing and important and then yeah she developed the ear infection on on her right ear a couple Mm -hmm. of days later and then I spoke with her for an hour and then towards the end of the call she was like oh my ear is really itchy now it's really itchy like she she was like I want to scratch the hell out of it like put my fingers inside and just scratch it and I was like oh that's oh weird that's that's interesting (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then the next day she told me yeah the I I have no pain anymore it's it's gone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that was so fascinating a very successful moment for me and <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> I, only I every first uh, telling about Germany medicine went that smoothly it's pretty awesome yeah, yeah yeah but it is I mean it's it I think that just is the power of like I mean I just love it right like you know it and so you can like especially it's even easier when you are embedded in someone's life already like, you know, when yeah. I'm coming, you know, fresh to work with, I mean, I got to learn a lot about someone's life to figure out, oh, I got to ask her about the birds that are on her balcony, you know, like I, you know, it takes a while, we get there, but like, you can, when you know, you are the you know, wise woman embedded in your community, and you know this, and it's like, you're, you can often help people get there, because you just are living your life with other people. And so you were there for a lot of their conflict shocks sometimes. And so, or you really just know who they are, and their idiosyncrasies, and you know, you know, what questions to ask. And um yeah I just I love that and you just you never know like oh your mom and and also what a sweet thing to learn about your mom like your mom's so values that kind of like auditory expression of of affection and like affirmation of of relationship um yeah just super sweet adorable story (laughs) yeah yeah I, I I think so too it was a really sweet one yeah yeah okay maybe we'll just close because I you told me this on our call the other day and I liked the way you just what you what you said to your husband when you know he's been witnessing you I guess like do kind of all of this but but skeptical and he's had the um like hand eczema right yeah yeah but you've been had... observing it's like he doesn't have it when he goes to work and then he has it when he comes home and he's reunited with you and baby um anyways I just I you said he kind of came to you the other day and was like okay like what do I do and what did I love I love the way you said what you told him to go and do yeah so he he came home from work 
um, after being away for, for two weeks and, you know, immediately his hands are having a lot of like these burning sensations and he almost gets this like nerve kind of pain and the skin cracks and gets like yeah I wonder if he's running the periosteum as well because that's like the so the surface layer of skin is um you know it's a separation conflict but then the periosteum is the skin around the bone and that's like a severe separation you know brutal kind of more more dramatic type of separation so you he could be running both at the same time yeah that would make sense that would make sense and yeah, these symptoms started for him when he started working away, like before we even had our son. Yeah. And at that time, he would only have it on his right hand. And then what's interesting, when our son was born and he kept doing this work, he also got it on his left hand. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's so it's clear as day to me, you know, and how he would have zero symptoms at work. And they would, it, it, he said that they, they, it almost starts like when he gets to the plane, like he's on his way home. Yeah. And by the time he gets home, it's a full, full on like flare up is, is what's yeah. happening. So basically, so if we were listening, you know, he, he would have had the original conflict, sounds like before baby, and then a new one, you know, would have expanded with the baby. But it's like he's on, he's on the track when he's away at work, like he's missing you. He's feeling yeah. that like separation from his, his people. And then the moment he gets on the plane, you know, He's going to come home. He's going to get to embrace you and be close with you. So he comes off the track and now he's in the symptom. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for months I've been telling him like, oh, this is the healing. This is the healing. This is the healing. I'm trying to make him. And he, he's a, he's a paramedic. He comes mm. from a very, you know, Western medicine kind of background. So for him, the, the deconditioning is different. Whereas like I'm someone who's been hiding antibiotics since I was a like I never wanted to do, I never wanted them so like um so yeah it's different and um anyway so this time around when he came home and I'd recently solved the, the yeast infection and the cold sore and I had a lot of things you know and I told him all about it so I guess he had he he'd he'd gotten a little bit curious so he was saying, oh, so what do I need to do? It's like, I've got the, my hands are burning. So what do I do? And it's the first time he has ever like asked me. So I feel, felt like there's now there's an invitation for me to, to share some, some of it. So I just told him to go and lay, go and lay on your bed and just think about how much you missed us and how nice it is for you to be home right now. You can touch us, you can, you know, embrace us. And, and then, and then think about the burning you have in your hands and, and like build that bridge between the between the two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was laying there for <laughs> for quite some time. And um, yeah, he hasn't really complained about the burning sensation as much. Like the his skin mm-hmm. is still definitely cracked and it's not gone yeah. fully, but yeah, I, I'm just happy that he asked. Totally. It's a, and I just you know, and there's something just like, I don't know, so touching for me. Like, I just love this idea of like, you know, you don't like the, the wise woman of your family doesn't, you know, she's not handing you the tinctures anymore. She's not doing all, you know, she's just go to bed, lay down and build a bridge between this moment and that, you know, and it, and just, I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I definitely, you know, went down the whole supplement route mm-hmm. since, you know, whatever. And, and, and. And now it's like, oh, I don't really, 
I don't really need the supplements anymore. And yeah, it's it's funny because I got my husband into all of these different, oh, yeah. you know, trying to heal the hand, heal the eczema, yeah. whatever, and the and then he's like, oh, well, that's nice. We don't have to spend as money, tablets, <laughs> much money on all of these like <laughs> tablets. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's happy. He's happy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like the ultimate, um, you're like the ultimate healer when you have this, right? Because you, you, you heal with words, you like questions really, like questions become the medicine you find, if you can find the right question, it's like, you just, you just, everything on unfolds, you know, you don't, you don't need a big medicine chest it's all just in your head and your heart and your you know your intuition and uh, there's just something very precious and like so powerful about that mm -hmm. yeah definitely okay I'm so happy um <laughs> is there anything it. else you want to you want to share before we close no I think those were the sort of the main stories I had in mind Oh, I'm curious. Okay, actually, I just have one question for you. And I think we talked a little bit about this, but, you know, how old is your son now? He's uh, 18 months. 18 months. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious, just, you know, as a, as a new mom, um, how has learning this information, maybe it hasn't, but I'm guessing it has, shifted the way you view your baby and like the intelligence or consciousness of, of, a baby that's you know not like they're not a fully you know you know five six seven like able to have really these big conversations with you I'm just curious how it's maybe changed your perception of how aware babies are and you know if, I'm just guessing you're gonna have more kids like how you're kind of thinking about that in the future and anyways yeah I'm just yeah. curious yeah so I feel like because I've been on this whatever you want to call it healing personal development journey for quite some time I already had this understanding that babies are definitely not these potatoes that just come out and like unconscious for for years I knew that they are like real people and real personas this the second they land on the earth side and um you know, I I do human design as as my work, so I you know understand like this. There's, there's different like energetic blueprints that yeah. are born. You know that we're all so unique, mm -hmm. and we have to sort of treat kids as they are and not how we want them to be. So that was sort of the how I started the the journey as a mom. But there was definitely this thing of like, I didn't think that you could have these you know difficult sort of conversations with babies and there's there's this like what's the correct amount of information you want to share with your kids mm -hmm. and what GNM really helped me with was this like newfound understanding of like okay they they are already present <laughs> all of these situations like they already know what's up mm -hmm. they only lack the words and the sort of the um the affirmations from us that yeah even though like we had this difficult moment or this scary moment or the moment where you felt alone it's like we need to help them to understand that it was okay and it was safe and they sort of need the information from us mm -hmm. and it's it's really helpful to to talk to them and tell them everything whereas before I was like oh well he doesn't need to know the 
the whole um or the, you know every little thing about what has happened in in, in yeah. these situations yeah and like like, like 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 let's say us moving from Finland to Australia mm-hmm. like I did tell him that we, we're about to move mm-hmm. but I didn't explain specifically why we're moving what's happening you know I didn't tell him everything he didn't have all of the information so like going forward I know to give them that like when they're asleep so now what I'm doing I don't know if it's GNM in particular but like but like before things happen Mm -hmm. I talk to him when he's asleep he's asleep and I tell him what is about to happen next week or if I had like a disagreement with my partner yeah. and he was there like on that night I'll, mm. I'll tell him exactly what happened <laughs> mm-hmm. so to to kind of avoid perhaps the yeah I mean I, I think it's so interesting right because like when you learn this then you start thinking about preventative right medicine mm. and okay there's a some you know people say well you can't prevent conflict shocks right like and I don't think you, you can't and also you don't want you don't want to be impenetrable to adaptation right and like I don't think um but you know I'm thinking about your story like I've definitely had the 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 question I like I wonder if in those two weeks before your husband went away for the first time after you know your baby was born if you had said you know like every day daddy's gonna go away like daddy you know he works away you know, these are photos of where he works and then he comes home and he he takes an airplane and they're like kind of just, you know, get, and I wonder if you've done that every day for two weeks, you know, would he have had the conflict? And, and maybe he totally still would have because, you know, it's still, even with, you know, some awareness, this is the experience of, like oftentimes, you know, we, we can know something is going to come, but then the experience of it is still different than what we imagine it might be. Um, but you know, when we know that one of the criteria for conflict shock is the surprise, it is the being caught off guard. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, this didn't occur to me that it was a possibility to, to happen. And that's why kids get sick so often is because there's so many, there's endless firsts for a child. There are so many things that they do not know are possible, <laughs> like that these things can happen in the world. And the older we, you know, we get, the more, we understand that okay people can say these things and this can happen and that can happen and you know you're just you're less likely to be caught off guard whereas you know that's what like children get you know the most symptoms in the first years of going to school because there's so many new social experiences to be had that can be surprising um but anyways I, I love this experiment that you're that you're running I think yeah it's, it's it when you learn this you start getting creative of like well what what does this mean about how um how we treat children <laughs> and how, and also, how, I mean, I just think so much too about, you know, how do we treat mothers and, and, and pregnancy and, um, you know, I do so many work, so much work with adults and so much of it, we are going back to um, the first year of life and, and, or, um, you know, gestation, like being in, in the womb and um, yeah, like how we would have to be as a culture if we all knew this information, like just just the 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 peace and the joy and the safety of a mother would just be like of prime importance because that's that's laying the blueprint for for the for the next generation. So yeah, I just yeah. I love pondering these things. Yeah, and definitely if I you know if we're having more kids, I'd be so much more mindful about the pregnancy time and the conception mm-hmm. and um 
I already had pretty, you know, stress-free lifestyle and, you know, quote unquote healthy in all the ways that I thought yeah. I, I could be, but there, there's definitely things I would do differently mm-hmm. going, going forward or when I'm pregnant next time. And, you know, even like preparing my son for the, for the new mm-hmm. baby, how much I could help him process the new sibling yeah. coming to the world by explaining it all. Yeah prior and you know I mean like if someone if someone told me that I'm I'm about to go to this Christmas party and this man's gonna kiss me in the lips if I knew that prior I'm sure I wouldn't have had the cold Mm -hmm. sore Mm because I would have known it's like okay this is this is an experiment I have to live through you know what I mean so it's 100% it would help yeah giving the information if possible yeah yeah totally Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I just, I love it when people get it. And like, for me, this is my goal. It's like, it's not, you know, just resolving individual symptoms, but it's um, helping people come in, come in like real relationship with that pattern, you know? <laughs> and um, because then, then you're just off, you know, and in the world and just seeing it all the time. And that's, yeah, nothing makes me happier. So thank you so much for, for sharing all of this. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thanks for um, sharing about GNM. That's how that's why I know about it.